0: I'm
1: Corey Crenshaw. I'm Richie Suave Flores.
0: And this is Sporty with Corey and Richie Suave. On the Hockey
1: Podcast Network. As I try to find our intro music, here it is.
0: Welcome back in Sporty Nation, and damn it Richard, I know we are in quarantine, but come on man, can't find our intro music. Uh, We're starting this one off a little bit slow guys, Um, we've been quarantined for too long, we're starting to go crazy, Um, we just started a a Scrabble Go game with each other, Um, that's the level that we've gotten to, so um, you know, I've already kind of yelled at him, so I might as well bring in my illustrious co-host richie how you doing hello Corey.
1: how are you doing we haven't done an episode in a couple weeks because we pre-taped like two episodes in a row so it's been a while since we've done one of these
0: we had a a, quite the long conversation um and so we kind of split up into two episodes because you know i didn't want to have to have you guys sit through us yapping for that long and it was kind of two different conversations so we felt that you know we could give you guys two separate podcasts on that and you know some things are just too good to have go on that long because then you start zoning some of it out and we had some really good stuff in that second half so we wanted you guys to have it as its own little entity and um thank you by the way for listening to us and hanging out with us and supporting us during this quarantine time. I know that there isn't much um, hockey going on, um, so much so that I began to get emotional when I was in line at uh, Costco because I was standing next to some plexiglass, like in between me and the cashier. And uh, it was that moment where I realized that for a while that is the closest I'm going to get to sitting up against the glass and um, I then started thinking about my uh, Costco shopping trip in a much different light and um, I don't know if I was scared that I was having an emotional experience about checking out at Costco or if I was just sad that um, I won't be seeing any hockey up close anytime soon.
1: Yeah, I saw that was a great I thought that was one of your best um Instagrams in a long time because uh it was really funny. But I'm mean, I was more surprised that you've never actually had had a glass seat before at a
0: game. Because I've sat
1: I've sat on the glass before.
0: Um I've sat uh two rose up I think from the ice Mm -hmm. I've never actually had a glass seat um I don't know why I I, I I'm actually I really don't know why I think a lot of it is um you know once I got old enough to really be like paying for the better seats um I I really I've worked in sports long enough that um I don't pay for a lot of my seats anymore um but that just sounded really cocky I'm really sorry um but so a lot of times you know ends up being like either I know someone or like and we have enough I have enough friends and stuff like that who have like um season tickets and that type of stuff so like um there's a lot of times that if I'm there I'm usually not paying for my own seats so maybe that's part of it now um but I mean I did I have been I think two rows up before Um, It was more kind of in the process of me more saying that like recently, like that's the closest I'm going to get to glass seats because no time currently like am I going to be because I'm not even going to be allowed into an arena to watch hockey because there won't be any fans. Um, Even if the season comes back, which you have currently betted that um, there will not be a season. I am too chicken shit to take any bet either way on that because um, I have no freaking idea what they're going to do because even I think their intent is to bring the season back but like you never know with all the stuff that's happening if something happens and it becomes a bad PR move for them they will run for the fucking hills they will it any it's a business at the end of the day and they will run for the hills if it comes a potential bad pr issue for them or in the more humane way of things of thinking about it is if there is a potential issue with the health of the players they will definitely run for the hills on that one and oh richie has just played me back in scrabble go so i'll let you talk richie so i can play you back
1: yeah sorry i uh, this app is confusing as hell so i didn't realize what game i was on I, I had started a game that I thought we were... I was, I'm just confused as what game we were playing. But I finally figured out that you challenged me as well. And now that we're playing the same game, we're good. So, full disclosure, but prior to us recording, Corey and I had a nice conversation about random quarantine shit. And uh, among which, we Corey gave me a new app to use to work out from home. Because now that it is officially triple digits, I can't go outside and run anymore. Uh, and that was like my main go-to. Like I took a month off after the 5K. And then I started like kind of trying to go at least once a week. Up until this past week when it got really freaking hot. So now it's 100, 100 degrees outside, I can't run anymore. So Corey gave me an, an, a really cool Nike app to, to start working out in my own home, which will be fun. Uh, and then Corey also told me about Scrabble which we're playing Scrabble now. So throughout the show, we will give you play-by-play of our Scrabble game.
0: (laughs) Yeah, he just played Zit. Very classy. Um, And I'm trying to figure out how to get back from that because he left me no freaking room. It was literally the second one. And so I played a a three-letter word, and then he played a three-letter word like vertically above it. So it made a tiny little cross. And uh, so now I'm trying to fit something in there that can work for two words essentially because I have to put one that's in that little corner so I'm I'm working on that right now while you're doing this yeah see we are just like the rest of you trying to figure out ways to entertain ourselves through this mess and um one of those just happens to be Scrabble
1: (laughs) yeah um before we get to some of the NHL news around, around the league over the past week, and there's a lot of it in terms of ideas for how to come back and when to come back, one of which was from John Scott, of all people, which we'll get to that in a little bit too. The NFL draft was over the weekend, which apparently set ratings records. It, I believe it was something like 55 million people tuned in across all three days. And it it, apparently, I think it was like something like 15 million tuned in for round one. And that was the most fun of the weekend for Corey and I because we were texting back and forth over the weekend um, about it. And our favorite part, my favorite part at least, was watching Roger Goodell slowly but surely just like lose it. Because he went from like on during round one, he was standing up in his little basement den with his, he was wearing a, um, a nice little uh, jacket on top, you know, to look like he was classy. He eventually then took the jacket off midway through round one, went to the sweater vest. And then for round two and three, he started sitting down in his chair. And then eventually he started slouching in the chair. And then for the third day on Saturday, he was just like, screw it. And started wearing a freaking (laughs) t-shirt.
0: Yeah. The picture you sent me of him, like full blown, um, it's He was at the point in the picture that you sent me where he had his legs up. He was slouched down into the chair and he was full-blown double chinning it. It's literally how I look like after a really long day, I've worked out and I'm exhausted. And like my body just can't hold itself up anymore. So I've slid down into like the couch and I'm double chinning looking at my phone. That is how he looked on national television. And I can't decide whether that is like a um, is, is you know like some big dick energy to be able to be like oh yeah we have a draft going on that's on national television and I'm just gonna sit like this or if it's um, more of a I really don't give a fuck so I'm just going to slide down and not really care because everyone boos me anyways but I, I feel like I can kind of respect it
1: He was like a dad. Like, he was total dad mode. And he was just, like, it was just weird. Like, I get what he was trying to do. He was trying to act like he was an everyman. Like, look at me. I'm just like you guys. And it just came off as smug to me. And came off as, like, look at me. I make $30 million a year. Uh, I'm trying too hard. Oh, but you didn't
0: think Jerry Jones on his fucking yacht was... Uh, smug that was some smug shit right there of
1: course it was absolutely and so is cliff kingsbury in his outdoor palatial estate that he owns by himself because he doesn't have a girlfriend as far as we know so he just owns by himself and like you said he had the fire going on in his backyard when it's 100 degrees outside he wasn't wearing socks it was a very weird nfl draft this year
0: he probably has many that was completely big dick energy right there like 100 percent like he even had the fire on outside Mm -hmm. and it was like a solid 95 that day so there was no need for a fire on outside and um a good friend of ours bro brock had pointed out there's like a day bed Mm -hmm. outside right and the only reason why you have a day bed outside is if you like to uh do things on the bed outside so if that wasn't some energy he was throwing out there, I don't know what.
1: <laughs> like tan, you're saying tan? Tan,
0: yeah. <laughs> tan in the comfort of the bed.
1: <laughs>
0: update. Oh, that the, sounds actually amazing.
1: Update. Update to the Scrabble game. I am now winning,
0: forty-one
1: to thirty-four. What? Yeah, I played. Play? I played the word pawn, P-A-W-N. I think there was a double word score or our tr- double letter score in there. Somewhere, so I am now winning. Thank you very much. Also, did you see Sean McVay too? Sean McVay also out of Los Angeles, but his setup looked almost exactly like Cliff Kingsbury's. It was kind of creepy. Sean McVay, coach of the L.A. Rams, my team, uh, and he, and his shot was just all massive windows like cliffs and then you could look outside and it was a bunch of green like it looked like there was a pool going on outside and i thought that was really funny it's like because the whole knock on cliff was that like he was a knockoff a sean mcveigh knockoff and what do you know they their houses look almost exactly the same
0: well okay so you have to look at the big picture and realize okay where are the two of them from so cliff kingsbury is in scottsdale Mm
1: -hmm.
0: scottsdale is known for being bougie as hell like that and then sean mcveigh is in la and that is also known for being nice as hell so you have two young pretty good looking guys that are coaches in the nfl and live in really nice places I'm really not surprised when you look at it that way I don't really think that one would be like a copycat of the other I just think that they have the ability to live that life and they're living it and even though everyone is probably relatively jealous of it um why not if you can live your live your best life if the quarantine has taught us anything live your best life while you can because you may get stuck in your home for
1: months yes uh speaking of um i just lost completely lost my train of thought there holy smokes quarantine is that's
0: That's the second time he's done that today i was talking earlier and he completely forgot what he was gonna say i'm
1: a mess Corey. i thought we talked about this on the phone when i was literally walking into my into the station here the play show iheart media state that i am a complete mess like I don't know what's going on here today, but today is just not my day. It's just for whatever reason, like I I spilt my soda walking into the into the iHeartMedia studio. I forgot what I was going to say to Corey uh, on my drive into the into the podcast, and now I just I can't remember what we were talking about halfway through the show. God.
0: Well, I I can say, though, um the bright side you know you still made it in you made it in safely there's probably less traffic um you since there's not many people in there it's very easy for you to social distance Mm -hmm. so there's a lot of bright sides i can say though it probably came from the fact that you were watching um a marathon of harry potter this morning and it probably melted your brain
1: (laughs) yeah maybe that's why that's why too much tv watching
0: or maybe too much Harry Potter watching.
1: Hey, don't bash Harry Potter. Come on now.
0: I know. I'm not a Harry Potter <laughs> You're person. trying to All trigger you Harry me. Potter lovers come at me. You're trying mm-hmm? to
1: get me you're trying to get me angry.
0: I know. It's like, something. I'm angry after your stupid word pawn. I'm trying to figure out how <sighs> to go off of that.
1: <laughs> I'm good at Scrabble. Okay. I haven't played it in forever, but
0: I'm a struggle boss over here.
1: Join the party. Join the party. <laughs> while you're doing that, no. while, while you're doing that, and before we move on to some of the hockey news from the week, I feel like it, now is a, a, a great time to tell everybody about Manscaped.com. Manscaped. I finally got my package in for my package, if you know what I mean. Wink. Uh, recently. <laughs> we unboxed it on Instagram Live. And I actually finally got to use it recently. Love it. I s- said on Twitter, best razor I've ever used. It was terrific. They say, in the they say that it's no nicks. One hundred percent true. No nicks whatsoever. Favorite razor ever. The uh, ball deodorant and the and the ball cleanser, whatever whatever it's called. I, I forgot the name of it. Awesome, love oh, it wait. all. Wait, I've got
0: a box in front of me. Ah, okay, sorry. I have headphones in I'm about my own head off. It is. It comes with ball deodorant and ball toner.
1: Thank you. Yes, I use both of them. Loved it. Great. And and if you want to get in on the action, Corey, maybe not you specifically, but any of the other gentlemen out there in the sporting nation. They can go on to manscaped.com, and what will they get if they enter our promo code?
0: They will get twenty percent off and free shipping internationally. I'm pretty sure. Um, so you you know you can uh, hang out and not social distance with um, your lady that is at home with you while you're social distancing and stay nice and fresh because come on, at a certain point, you're stuck at home with your lady all the time, she's gonna get tired of you. And it just happens, it happens with people being in close proximity. And so you have to turn it up another level. Are you gonna do that? Make sure you're nice and groomed. And then she will appreciate how nice and soft your nether region is. And then, you know, it'll be all over again. So you don't have to be blue balled while in quarantine. You know, we're just looking out for you, really. We just want you to be able to have a solid sex life in quarantine. So we want you to get some manscapes, feel good. And also in Arizona, it's starting to get really hot. So, yep. you know, you need to be able to be nice and cool down there too. No one likes sweaty balls.
1: Nope. We're just trying to save your balls, Sporty Nation. That's what we're trying to do here. That's our main goal on this show, to save balls. Just like manscaped.com. Yeah.
0: They're saying is your balls will thank you. Mm-hmm. So do something nice for your balls. You can get some manscaped.
1: <laughs> this conversation makes a lot of people uncomfortable, but I love it. I think it's hilarious. Because right, I love um, I Go ahead.
0: It oddly doesn't like weird me out to just like say it. Like it, I, I don't know. Like As women, we groom everything. I mean, literally everything. Because from head to toe, women are constantly always like trying to make everything absolutely perfect. I think men don't think about it as much because for like them, it's like, oh, well, you know, their ladies are always just, you know, perfect all around. And they don't ever think the work that goes into it. This is like the easiest thing that you can possibly do and, like, to women, it's, like, yeah, uh-huh, yeah. How would you not think about doing that, like, long ago? Like, this is so great. And to us, it's just, like, an everyday occurrence. How many times have men heard about, like, women waxing? How many times has, like, um, a guy gotten waxed in a movie or in some spoof? Like, you, you get a nick um shaver, like, that is so much less pain than wax- than waxing. And women have been waxing for years. So to me, it's like, mm, it's not as uncomfortable as it could be.
1: 100% agree. Manscaped.com, go there right now. Uh, so there's some news this week in the NHL, Corey, about possible plans for coming back at some point in during the summer. Um, you have all the details on that. Explain to the supporting Nation some of the things that came out this week, and then we'll kind of discuss the which of these plans makes the most sense, which of it doesn't make sense, if it will happen, if it doesn't happen, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera.
0: So, okay, so a few things have been coming out, and it's, it's per the usual in a situation like this where no one really knows what's happening, so everything that comes out is high speculation. But um, John Scott, that you will all remember, um he had tweeted out that nhl camps were to begin june 1st um people were questioning whether he was correct on that one but i mean he he does have people on the inside who do know um so that came out and then it was also an article was also out about nhl possibly targeting a july return um florida panthers president matt caldwell on april 22nd said that the league hopes to resume play in July um, at four or five neutral sites with no fans um, that Florida did put in for that um, as well as here in Arizona. Um, it could be very interesting for both because the ice would be absolutely terrible. We all know that the ice here in the summer gets absolutely atrocious Um But can you imagine in Florida where it's hot and humid, it's going to be just really bad ice there too. So um, that'll be interesting. And as well as, you know, the baseball players playing outside and and passing out in 120 degree weather um, with them playing here too. So, you know, maybe they can go on the uh, ice that will be a pool and go swimming with the NHL players. The NHL draft and draft lottery. They have thrown a bunch of different things around for this because there's a lot of problems. Um, as it, it was, you know, it's scheduled for June. So, um, considering the fact that they want to return the season back to whatever they decide it's going to be, whether it's, you know, the extended playoff part or whatever they come up with. Um, that will be after all of this so um they threw around some things like extending it three rounds um and you know a virtual combine and all these things because one they won't be able to see any of the players in the combine like they normally do it the virtual combine is is basically ridiculous because you know no one has all of the equipment in front of them no one has a facility that's readily available for them you'd be watching it over zoom and then um you know you can kind of talk to them but i mean like it's not the same as having that uh, player face to face with you um so that's why they talked about extending it for three rounds um it was to give like a margin of error but it doesn't seem like that's being entertained. um There's also a talk about, so going back to what I was saying about, like, the fact that the draft and the draft lottery would be going on before the season would come back, um, the bad part about that is the fact that um, the teams have agreed on conditions for um, different draft picks according to trades. Um, They would have to hash those out beforehand because, you know, you won't know um, on some of those contingencies on – you know, uh, we also get this if um, if your team wins the cup or makes the playoffs or whatever, those contingency factors in a lot of those trades, those will not come to fruition because the season won't be over. So um, they have to make the teams either agree on conditions um, beforehand without, without knowing how the season's going to end or have them defer to another year so then – they those terms would go on to the next season's draft so there's a lot of weird shit that's floating around and i all i gotta say is i'm really glad that i'm not the one making these damn decisions
1: yeah i can i can only imagine like these commissioners for all these sports trying to figure out what to do um and the nhl especially and the nba who are, like, it's one of those things where, like, their calendars are completely screwed now, right? Because for the most part, in the NBA and the NHL essentially kind of sticks to the same calendar, which is your playoffs start in mid, um, you know, early mid-April, you play through to mid-June, your draft is late June, your free agency starts July 1st, Um, and then you're back in training camp come late September and October. So, everything is now kind of getting delayed now, and You know, I want to stick to the draft for a moment because I think that's the most interesting thing that I found this week because both of us agree that that we think that there will be no resumption of the NHL season, correct?
0: I will not officially make a stance on that. I think it's highly dependent. If it were up to me, I would say why. You know, like there's no point in finishing out the season – um, you know, keep everyone healthy. It's more to me, it's more important to the health, like long term. Like that's the whole reason why you don't have the NHL players play in the Olympics anymore is you don't want them to get injured or whatever. I just feel like the entire thing is a risk to the players, whether it's like the, you know, lack of time for them to be coming back. Like they've already been out of a season for a while now. So um you know, after coming back with short notice, or the bad ice, or the fact that you might get COVID nineteen out of it, I just don't think it's a smart idea. But from a business point of view, I could see them trying to do it. Um, so I would, I would prefer they they didn't from a like a concern point, but I think from a business point, they will.
1: Yeah, I think there's just two. Too many variables right now and moving forward to try and figure out, to really make any assumptions past, like, tomorrow, basically. To try and plan for something a month from now is ridiculous because everything changes so quickly. And I was listening to a podcast earlier this week on my drive home. I want to recommend it to you. It's uh, Bill Nye's podcast. I believe it's called Science Rules and he's been having experts on on COVID-19 for the last couple of weeks and one of the things i found fascinating was he was talking to a woman who had put out this plan and wrote rotten that's not a word had written a a paper along with some of her colleagues talking about okay what is what are the steps to reopening these states based on what the virus does and i and the main cog was essentially saying that in order to start a gradual reopening, each state would need to see a pretty definite reduction in cases over the span of 14 straight days. And from what I understand, you know, Arizona right now is pretty even for the most part. Like you're seeing cases, it's kind of ebbs and flows right now. And the latest I've seen from Arizona is that cases aren't supposed to peak until late May, maybe early June. So that's the thing, like, when you're trying to plan with the NHL coming back, it's like, we just don't know. And I think there's this misnomer that there are, like, these haven states where the virus doesn't exist, and you're going to be able to find, you know, three or four places around the country to resume games. And I just don't see that happening. I just don't see that happening. I don't see it happening without fans, especially in the NHL, because... The NHL is, get this, this is interesting, I found this in, 15% of the NHL's revenue comes from game day sales, which means tickets, concessions, merchandise, etc., which is a little bit higher than some of the other sports, and and so I, I just think it's wacky to think that the, that we're we're going to get an, a resumption in the NHL season at some point, because um, look... There's been a lot of rumors surrounding whether or not college football is coming back, whether the NFL is coming back, and those don't start till September. And I I said this, my prediction on Kenny and Crash was that I don't think we're going to get the resumption of sports until January, right? To me, the resumption of sports, and I'm curious what you think about this, should be the last thing on everybody's minds right now. There's so much other stuff going on right now than playing silly little games, granted that's kind of a, a weird thing to think about because there are a lot of people who whose paychecks depend on these sporting events happening, right? And so I'm curious, you know, kind of your thoughts on that. Do you, when you think sports are going to resume in general? You seem a little bit more optimistic than me.
0: Well, it's not the fact that I'm like optimistic per se. Um, as much as I, I do think about the fact of like, the money side of things that everyone the the whole reason why you play is so someone can hoist a cup and so from an an NHL standpoint they're going to want to see someone win the cup. I don't think it's particularly smart um, to be like I I get it in the fact that yes there are people that um, need paychecks but at the same token without fans being in arenas and you know, you're not going to need all the security guards or um all of the people running the fan concessions and all of that type of stuff that are those game day type jobs. They're still not going to be there. And I think that's something that people don't think about is like the teams will be running their revenue off of the TV streams. So they won't be doing that per se. Um, And so I don't know how much of a difference it's going to make when it comes to um, helping out those people who make paychecks off of those teams because it's not, there won't be fans involved. Um, However, I just, it comes, it's so hard for me in the fact that I think it's a, it's more of like a bitter way of me looking at things and the fact that when it comes to higher up people making money and not making money and keeping themselves on the wealthier side of things, um, usually they edge toward um, keeping themselves wealthy. And that is a way for the people higher up to make money. Um, I, I personally thoroughly miss hockey. I miss watching it. I miss sports in general I didn't realize how much I watch sports on like a consistent basis until I got into this situation where there is no new sports to watch and I don't know what to do with myself when I'm cooking dinner or any of that type of stuff because I don't like to watch um, randomness when I'm cooking and stuff like that, I would rather like because I can listen to a sport. I enjoy listening to the play-by-play of a sport while I'm cooking. Really weird, but I'm I come from uh, you know, a sports reporting background. So to me, it's like music to my ears. That is so weird for me. And that's a weird adjustment that I've had to make. And so selfishly, I would love to be able to have that again and be able to hear that and to feel that again but I just don't feel like it's worth the cost and that's, and and there's a lot of people that are gonna be mad at me and there's a lot of people that believe, you know, um, we need to be getting our sports back and our economy back and all that stuff. But to me in the long run, I just feel like you can't spend money if you're dead. So, or if you're paying for a funeral for someone else, so why don't we just try and value lives over money? But there are I'm sure there are plenty of people out there that would like to argue with me on that.
1: Yeah, I 100% agree with you and that's my that's the biggest thing that I I I just don't understand about our current situation is when you have 25 30 people Protesting at the Arizona State Capitol to reopen the economy, and I'm just like, what? What do you like? Where are you? Why? You know, and like, I don't understand it. It just doesn't compute to me to why. I understand their frustration, but at the same time, all you got to do is read the science of what's happening right now, and you will understand why reopening the economy will will kill people (laughs) you know and um and i I shouldn't be laughing at that but it's the truth like it's just i don't understand people at the moment and there are ways to boost the economy other ways to do it from the national government's perspective and there are options out there this isn't a political show so i'll stay away from it for the most part but I just don't – yeah, I just, like, it's going to take time. It's going to take time, and I and people are frustrated. We just have to trust that our country as a whole has been through similar situations, and we've gotten through it. So uh, I think I have a very positive outlook on that. One thing I do – like, you were saying kind of like how you miss sports and miss listening to play-by-play. You're going to be surprised at this when I – When I tell you, which is like, there's a part of me that like kind of doesn't miss sports. You know, and it's weird to say because we're in the season of the Stanley Cup playoffs and the NBA playoffs, which create moments every year, which are absolutely incredible. And this is a hockey show. You all know that the Stanley Cup playoffs are one of the greatest things in the world. But coming from somebody who works in sports talk radio every day of my life, it's, it's almost kind of relaxing to kind of take a break from the day-to-day of watching games and having to talk about it every day. And so, like, there's a part... It's, it's weird to say, but, like... I'm going to be super excited when they come back. But for now, I'm just like... Okay, it's kind of nice to have a break. Am I weird? I you know, I am weird. But, am, like, do you understand where I'm coming from on that?
0: No, it's not necessarily weird. Um, I mean, in the grand scheme of things... It's kind of like they say, um, don't ever work at a a place that you absolutely love. Like, don't work work at a restaurant that you love to eat at. Because of the fact that once it becomes a job, it becomes a bit of a hassle, even if you love it. Um, And so that's the thing that's hard, because you can't ever just look at something for what you enjoy it for. You have to look at it from a work point of view as well, an an obligatory point of view. And that's where you're coming from with it is you know you have to live and breathe sports all day every day which sounds like a dream to a lot of people but at the same time you get kind of tired of it after a while because it's the same thing it keeps going around and around and around and certain things and certain topics um you feel like you're a broken record so you are getting a chance to get away from that and it's the same thing um with my work ever since my work shut down like I am on social media all day every day and creating content for it and marketing and doing all that type of stuff so when that happened it's funny but like I was for a little bit on social media like a fair amount but now I'm not wanting to like I don't even really want to look at social media that often just because I'm so used to having to be around it so much that I it, it's giving me a break from it. And so it's that sense. So what you're dealing with is very natural. And I guess if there's a bright side to this quarantine, one, it, it lets us appreciate the things that we do have, like, you know, appreciate sports more. It's always been there. We never really thought of, about taking it for granted. Um, so it allows us to look at those things. But then it also allows us to take a break from um you know the things that we have to live and breathe every day and um kind of allow ourselves to appreciate and enjoy those things again.
1: Yeah, for sure. We have this is a very deep episode. We usually don't get very deep on this show. We usually like to have a lot of fun, but and these are the conversations that I think everybody on the planet is having wh- with their friends, with their family and it's like import it's like kind of cathartic to just talk about things sometimes even if they're very deep you know what i mean so it's kind of nice like to have an episode like this with no guests where we can just talk about these types of things and and uh and kind of get deep for once in a while you know like it's it's kind of nice
0: oh it's completely nice if you want something lighter um i will say that richie and i are tied right now um 58 58 and it is my turn for a word in case you want something lighter just but I do agree that it's very nice to like have these conversations because I think oh the it's very easy when you're home all the time to start to feel alone and like you're alone in a lot of the ways that you're feeling you're really not everyone is feeling so many different emotions so many different ways and um you know and it's funny because I since I've been home I've been Working out like a ton, and like my day job is is at a health club, so like I normally you think, Oh, yeah, like she would prefer not to. I actually am so busy with everything during normal times, it's work for me to try and work in a workout into my day, um, to try and get that done, and like it's you know, then I don't end up going home really until really late and everything. So, since I've been able to be home. I've been doing home workouts, um, that I just got Richie into and, um, cause we're going to make Richie yoked by the end of this, uh, mm-hmm. quarantine. But, um, again, ladies, a yoked Richie is coming out of quarantine. <laughs> Get ready for it. <laughs> but, um, so I have been working out like crazy and like, I, there's so many people that I've seen that were like feeling terrible going, Oh, I haven't been working out and, And this and that and that they were you know they they feel so unproductive and they feel terrible about it and it's like and for so for a little while there i felt kind of bad that like i was like oh i'm gonna be like in such great shape coming out of quarantine and then i was like thinking about all these people that aren't and they're going to feel like bad about themselves because like those of us that have been like hardcore working out all the time and in the end it's whatever you need whether that is you needing to work out to feel like you're not cooped up all day or just to get those endorphins or because you you know like me had to fit in your workout throughout your day and you finally get to just work out in damn peace for once and so you're just enjoying doing that or maybe you used to work out all the time throughout your day and so you're like I don't want to and you just want to sit and eat Cheetos all day. I mean, you got to get some nutrition somewhere in there. So like make sure you get some nutrition, but like it doesn't really matter what you need right now. Like just get what you need and allow yourself to feel that way cuz everyone's gone through some shit and everyone's going to deal with it in a different way. There's not a right way to deal with it. So don't ever think that there is a proper way to deal with a situation because no one knows how to deal with this. It's never happened in our lifetime. So there's not a proper way to do it. And even if people did know, it doesn't mean what they do is right for you.
1: For sure, 100%. Uh, update, I've also started a game with uh, with Scotty. Corey?
0: Oh, shit. He's beating you're me. On, you're... He will kick your ass. I would like to point out something. I'm not so, too far behind, um, but like. I don't know how competitively that man can kick everyone's ass in most things. And I just don't get it. Like he naturally just does well in competitive things. And it drives me insane. <laughs>
1: so yeah so i'm losing to scotty right now but me and cory are tied cory and i are mostly playing like really easy words and because we're really terrible at this i guess even though we're both journalism majors and we're supposed to like write for a living and like you know communicate
0: except when we were in a class with him oh i'm glad and... you're telling this story
1: because i was gonna tell
0: the same one. <laughs> oh yeah you, you you can go you can go ahead then you can say that
1: yeah, so we Corey and I had one class together during college. It was my last semester of school at ASU, when we had a sports history class together. And Scotty was in the class with us, as, as well as a couple of the ASU-ACHA hockey players at the time, Scotty's teammates. And we had a writing assignment that we had to do on God knows what. I don't remember what it was. And uh, okay,
0: it was a sports history class but it was like the ethics behind sports history. You were, it was very uh, much deeper than you wanted it to be. Believe me.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It was actually kind of a tougher class than I thought too. And, and Scotty still to this day gives us, sh- gives us shit because he beat us in, in one of the essays had it got a better grade than both Corey and I.
0: Oh no. And so did one other the hockey players that was in that class with us. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So, uh, yeah, no, I'm pretty sure CUDA beat us too. Mm -hmm. So (laughs) we, we had it held over our heads for quite a while that, uh, they beat the two journalism majors, whatever we, we, we didn't try as hard in that class. Okay. Mm -hmm. As in our other ones, because those you at like in our journalism classes, we actually had to try because they would know if we weren't. So, you know, you gotta take breaks somewhere
1: exactly and my excuse That's is that excuse. it was literally like one of my last classes while in school and i didn't
0: give a flying fuck i just want to get the hell out of there <laughs> so <laughs> that is true that is true and and that is one of the classes too that was like my um you know you had to watch videos and stuff and i was a, I i always got good grades but i was a habitual person for uh sleeping in class um I usually just did well with it. I like a lot of times I was half asleep, and I would still hear the teacher. And then like when they yeah, because that question, was like I'd, a I'd nine a.m. class there. too, right? Yeah, something like that. I don't do mornings either. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm sounding like a stellar person right now. I'm so sorry, everyone. <laughs> um, I don't do mornings, and um, I appreciate my sleep. And so, and I live like 45 minutes away from Tempe, so it was it took me a while to get there um and so yeah I I would sleep probably more than I should have and um that could have been part of my problem as well but I mean we both got a good grade in the class and it was just that one paper that we got beat um but we will probably never live that down for the rest of our lives
1: you know I remember most about that class is that there was a a game at the time like uh, for your phone that you could we could play, and it was like moving tiles. I don't remember what the name of the game was. It was something like, it was a number. Like, you had to get a certain score to win. 2048 or
0: something like yes,
1: that? Yes, there you go. 2048. That's exactly it, and that's all we did in that class, We'll just play that.
0: Yes, and then after one time, we went to go watch um, one of the Olympic hockey games. Mm-hmm. I was wearing my my Team USA shirt. Mm-hmm. See, we're repping, we're repping that at ASU and... Always, always thinking about, um, you know, all of our hockey here, whether we're, we're in a sports class or not, we uh, we were constantly supporting it. So that was that was actually cool. That was some, some good days. Yeah, those are some of the OG days of Richie and I. Um, mm-hmm. Back when I used to actually see Richie in suits, you guys, I don't see Richie in suits anymore. But when he was doing play-by-play in college, he was wearing suits with ties and everything.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, that was like 20 pounds ago, I think.
0: (laughs) Oh, you're going to fit in your suits again, Richie. I've gotten you on that Nike training club. You are going to look great.
1: Yeah, because like I still have some of my dress shirts from then, and they don't fit anymore. Like, the neck doesn't. So I can't wear ties anymore. (laughs)
0: Oh well, who knows, Richie? You you might gain the the weight back in muscle, so you may not still fit anyways. Right. Right. <laughs> All right. It's okay. I'm trying really hard to get Richie ripped if you didn't notice.
1: Yes, it's gonna happen. It is gonna happen. Um it will. We should promise you. Yeah. Any last words before we say goodbye?
0: Um go to manscaped.com. Make yourself feel good. When you feel good in quarantine, your day goes better. Um, You know, and wake up every morning and just appreciate the fact that uh, you're happy and healthy. And uh, enjoy each day as it comes. Because you never know when it may be your last. I know that's just, like, sad to say out loud. But just enjoy every day, whether you're stuck inside or not. Um, Bright side of it all is it's getting hot as balls outside um so we all would have spent all of our time inside anyways so you know enjoy being inside or in the pool and just live your life
1: very well said very very well said follow the network at hockeypotnet twitter instagram we have a bunch of new shows on the network now you can go on the social media and find out where you can listen to those uh Until next week, Sporty Nation, good night, good hockey, everybody.